Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very, very special episode of Born Offside. All the others were not special, by the way. Uh, all the previous ones, that's what I mean. Uh, we're just lying when we tell you that they are. This one, however, this is the one. This is We're telling you the truth. This is the special one, ladies and gentlemen. It's the big one. The day on the sporting calendar marked out for months in advance. The crescendo to the finale. The big bang to the commencement of civilization. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. At 8 p.m. local time, it's the 2019 Australian Gymnastics Double Mini Trampoline Male and Female Finals in Melbourne, people. That's right. And for me, I won. I am stoked. Can't. I just can't. I, just, I honestly cannot wait. It's going to be something amazing. But before yeah. that, there's yeah. a small matter of... Um, yeah. Yeah. All right then, mate. Who, who's favourite? Who's favourite? Go on, talk to me about the favourites. Go what on. do you mean? Who's favourite? We've got yeah. uh, the double what? mini trampoline, male and female. Like, is it male and female combined, or are they separate it's... events? What do you mean? It's a double mini trampoline. You can't combine them, you idiot. They've got to so, be done separately, obviously. All right, I have no idea. All right. All right. So, give me a rundown of the format, and then tell, talk to me about the favourites. All right. Okay. Well, look. The juniors. The juniors championships is in the morning, uh, uh -huh. but this is the senior one, which is going to be uh, uh, in the afternoon, and that's going to be the big one. I think it's going to be the one that we're all waiting for <laughs> the whole day. It's that the juniors is in the morning and the seniors is in the afternoon. That's all you. It's know. Very, very important. All right. It's very important that the juniors is in the morning because they they build it up. You know, they build it up. And you know, what, you know what I like about this whole thing uh, at the moment is the fact that you're actually okay at the moment. But I'll tell you what, by the end of this podcast, mate, you're going to be a gibbering mess. That's what you're really? going to be. Well, have you got in yeah. store? Have you mate. got distant relatives and stuff that you're going to drag up? Or yeah, have you just yeah. done a whole bunch of statistics? You know, in like those movies and stuff and everything, when you see like two people having a chat, right? And then suddenly one of them gets like a little red dot. Mm. Kind of on their on their forehead, uh -huh. and the other guy the other guy turns around and goes, "Don't move. Tell mm. me the truth." Yeah, that's okay. that's 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 the moment you're going to be right there. So you'll be a gibbering mess. You'll be all over the place. Uh, uh, that is because, uh, uh, mate, the butterflies. I'm going to be opening a jar of butterflies and ramming them into your mouth, making you swallow them whilst they're still alive, and uh, and seeing how they go down into your stomach. All right. I look forward yeah. to that. When's that happening in yeah. the second half, part two? No, well, I don't even know if we're going to break it up into part one and part two. We'll just go for it and see what happens. We never know, do we? We've got running orders, but they never include breaks. Um, <laughs> all right, okay. But we will. We'll try to have a break uh, at some point in time uh, directly after uh, talking about the uh, 2019 Australian Gymnastics Double Mini Trampoline uh, Championships. Um, now, to, uh, we, before everything, Mate, how let good us review. Double mini, how good does double mini Let's, sound in an Australian accent? It must be. Oh, we're going out for the old double mini. It's a double mini trampoline. Trimple, <laughs> I don't think you can even, I don't think Australians can say that word. <laughs> I should go into the street, like with a with a proper microphone, just go into the street, like you know, and just randomly ask people in a very busy uh, part of downtown. Can you say the word trampoline, please? <laughs> and uh, and and they'll probably no, all say it. We call it know? a jump a jumpy wazza. That's a jumpy wazza. It's a bouncy bouncy. <laughs> it's an up and. Up and Danny, <laughs> that's, that's all it is, mate. You see, you know, you, all right, you run towards the up and Danny, and then you get up and you do, uh, you do a double, double McTwist, and uh, and we'll see you on the other side. You know, um, <laughs> they're good, the Australians, they're good for a giggle, uh, mate. 
it, it's uh, it, it, of course there's that. And that's uh, that's a big one on Saturday. Uh, uh, but uh, there's also uh, the small matter of the Champions League final. But before we do all that, mate, you've got something to say about the Battle of Baku, don't you? Mate, we can't give it all of that build-up and then not give it a proper review. And my word, does the aftermath and only the aftermath and nothing else deserve uh, a proper review? Because the game itself was a bunch of bollocks. Now, all right. mate, I'm going to well, admit something to you. I'm going to right, admit to you that when I did the, the build-up for this game on this podcast, there mm-hmm. was an element of me being a sarcastic, ironic twat. No. No, there was. I'm there level wasn't. But, what? But if it makes anybody feel any better, I you kind of lying. ended up believing my own hype. Piece got, of shit. I got really quite excited hey. about putting the game on. You took like, us all on a fucking ride. You oh, took us all on. on a ride. You know Unbelievable. I was there, and the the millions of viewers around the world, the seven, all seven, and of them. the millions of viewers, yeah, <laughs> all seven. Well, if any, if any of them did turn on, I apologise. But if it makes you feel better, I turned on myself because I actually managed to wow. get myself after doing that podcast. I was like, I'm gonna watch this game, so I did. <laughs> <laughs> I turned it on. Well, you and did your I, job. Well done. <laughs> and then, have you ever? And I'm sure you have watched one of those. Um, Preseason friendly games in like Watonga or like, um, we've all watched them. We've all watched them. We've all been desperate sometimes. We've all been desperate. Or something. So, one, it's too hot. Like, the, the, yes. there's something about the whole, like, you're like, it's too hot to be playing. It's not, it's not football y weather. It's, it's too hot. Two, the stadium is intended for something else. And my God, it's a <laughs> massive bowl of a stadium. I don't know if you noticed at either end. They have room to put giant shirts between the crowd <laughs> and, the, and the stadium. And, and like, you know those, you know what I mean? But the, like those shirts that occupy yep. a half of the pitch that they put out before the game, you know, like, and it looks great on the TV and they've got like the Arsenal shirt on the left and the Chelsea shirt on the right. Those yep. shirts were then stored behind the goals, fully laid out. <laughs> That's how epic the chasm, like... May I was, um, you know, obviously having fun at the expense of the Chelsea and Arsenal fans who travelled all the way there. But having travelled all the way there, you were further away from it than I was in bloody Barcelona. Like, it's miles! It's, uh, it's, it's comparative to the um, uh, West Ham Olympic Stadium, isn't it, really? And that's, uh, you know, and that's saying something. So, um, a little dig against West Ham. Well done. Well done. Got the, got the, got it. Well done. Mate, um, I would uh, say not only was there a running track, <laughs> not only was there a running track between the, the fans and the pitch, there was a running track, uh-huh. a velodrome, uh, an, an equestrian track, a, a lazy uh, river. Uh, you know, you know those <laughs> things like when you go to like center parks and there's I like, love them. I love them. They're my favorite. I love lazy rivers. Who doesn't like a lazy river? So lazy. Love them. <laughs> Literally all of that between you and the bloody football. Oh, it was ridiculous. Mate, I saw some of the, uh, some of the photos that were uh, on Twitter afterwards about, <laughs> I think it was, um, uh, I had like, uh, it was one of those classes, and there was lots of them going around, wasn't there, as well? Thousand um, uh, pounds for uh, uh, flights over, five hundred pounds for a uh, 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 for a room, uh, three hundred pounds on food. Getting this view once you arrive in Baku, priceless. <laughs> and uh, and it was a view that that the, the guy took a photo, the guy or girl, whoever took the photo of of when he was when they were down down at the practically at the pit right at the bottom and they could you know it was like looking over a, a a farm field or something you know you didn't really know what to look at you know and where was the football pitch you could hardly see it and it was just it was amazing it was uh yeah yeah very very un- unfortunate i guess after all that traveling to then uh, uh be you know where they were um yeah yeah not uh not uh, and, and we thought it was a very nice stadium, didn't we? From from because we w- when we saw it to start with, I think we were watching, we were seeing images of uh, the uh, reporters. No, and even on the inside, reporters reporting. And you know when reporters report on a stadium, they kind of they're 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 on the not on the pitch, but they're on they they could just 
sort of near the pitch uh, and the camera angle is from the ground right so it's filming from the ground because they're they're you know down by the mm. pitch side and so when it pans around the stuff and everything you can't really get the perspective from top to bottom and the distance uh, uh from uh, um where people are actually sitting to the football ground as well but so um what should yeah. have given it away for us is when they were doing those reports the cameraman was going around the the reporter on the lazy river like <laughs> Up and down, bubbling, bubbling up and down. Pina colada in one hand, video camera in the other. <laughs> Filming Dan Rowan or someone like that, you know. <laughs> oh, this is fun. <laughs> so many um, yeah. River in it. Anyway, so the match. Then, Come on. The ma- and yeah. then the first half was as shit as the view. Oh, it was dull. <laughs> <laughs> dull and it was boring but Chelsea weren't playing well at all not at all in the first half and Arsenal kept overloading on the left hand side but um, Kalazanac and Jaka and all of that on the left hand side just you know wasted pretty much everything they got and there was there were um, opportunities to to cause situations but there weren't any situations if if you if you get what I mean, mm, mm. then yep, the yep. Sec- then the second half turns up. Um, actually, there was a point in the first half where Giroud had a shot saved by Czech, and I've watched it and gone, which one of them plays for which now? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Very true. I'm I'm like that with Giroud and Czech as well. I have no idea. I can't remember who plays for who and what goes what when where and what it's just ridiculous you know i think uh, uh Giroud is is chelsea right yes he's right. <laughs> i had to even think about it even then you do you chelsea. do have to think about it because also Giroud's, Giroud's career at both clubs is awfully similar like mm. underplayed think, uh, yeah and, and yeah. underappreciated but also shit like, yeah, and a World, Cup, a World Cup champion as well. And a World Cup champion that didn't score a single goal. Um, so it's just a very strange, <laughs> very strange equation. What's he going to tell his grandkids when he grows up? I mean, how... Uh, I guess he's, he's got the scorpion kick to talk about. Yeah, so, and he was, he was kind of almost man of the match. I mean, everyone will give it to Hazard and, and probably they should. But Giroud, was, he, I thought had the telling contribution and the first goal that Chelsea scored, which was the goal that really changed the game. Hazard uh-huh. had nothing to do with it. Like it was a, mm. it was an Emerson ball into Giroud who stole a yard. A, on Kish- a mistake, Kishelny. wasn't it as well by. Yeah. It's um, Kish- well, I don't mm. know if you call it a mistake or it's just because Kish- so old now that, that he could. Uh, yeah. Of, fair enough. Yeah. You can't classify that as a mistake anymore. You're right. Yeah. Cause of his age. Um, uh, yeah, you can't. Um, I, mean, I, I won't. That, I think that whole that whole Arsenal back line is a complete mistake, isn't it? I mean, they've got a a, a, a left back uh, who's as potent as his name would suggest, which is what well, something like a, it's a semi-automatic Russian rifle that's been misspelt in Kalazninach or whatever. Um, mm. He's got got what what's his name on on Mustafa? Everyone calls him Mustafa, and I think well, you know, Mustafa very... didn't play, did he? It was Socrates and Kashani, but between. Check. We're talking about the Lion and Lion King, right? Uh, what? Scar? <laughs> no, Mustafa. Um, <coughs> oh, I thought you were talking about Mustafi. Oh, sorry. I was talking about the Lion King. Because <laughs> like, I, I thought it was filmed in Baku. But anyway, all right, keep going. Sorry. But well, I think between Czech, Kishelny, and Socrates, that's 100 years. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Shelf life? We're talking shelf life. I'm I think thinking we are. like combined years on the planet, a hundred. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're the toys at the very top on the very top shelf who've had their batteries, the original batteries in them still. And still, you know, when you go over and you try to, to press the button, they kind of go, uh, they still don't work. So that, yes. that whole back line just needs to go. And you know, it's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about about Arsenal. I mean, I, I, I've got to be honest. Um, I, I, I'm really disappointed. As a neutral, as a as a, a a fan of English football, I wanted to see five English teams in the in the Champions League next year. Uh, it, it's quite simple. And 
um, I almost feel like Arsenal have now, this time, let the country down. Like they've let the country down. The country, like like usually they they only let down their own fans, and uh, you know, and that's fine because they're Arsenal, and we're all competing for the same thing in the Premier League, and you know, and and that's fine. But this time it was for for a spot in the Champions League final. They were the ones that were, you know. Uh, they were the ones that had everything to go for. They should have really pushed for it. And then, you know, they, they, they've, they've let everybody down. I think they've, they've, you know, it's just really, really disappointing. I've got a, a few mates who are Arsenal fans as well, who are just, you know, just darn right, you know, furious, uh, you know, because it's not been a bad season by Arsenal's standards. When you think about what a mess they were in when Emre first arrived, uh, how he sort of stabilized them a little bit, but, the truth is it was always going to take a few transfer windows for them to be able to get to get to where they need to get to. And, and he hasn't had the financial backing, obviously, in the first one in January. And, you know, so I think there's a lot of sympathy out there for Emre. But, um, yeah, they need to they need to do something, really. If they if they want to do anything at all, if they want to even I know Emre's come out and said that they can attract a whole bunch of players and everything. I don't think they can really, when you think about it, they're so far down the pecking order in terms of, of, of teams that when the top, top class football players from overseas want to come and play in the premier league, where are Arsenal in that, in that league that, you know, they're not even six. Well, I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah, they're, they're, be in, they're in sixth, well, fifth, you know, Man United, it's close between the United, two. United have got more money, haven't they? Um, they? That's true, but it rains a lot in United, so, you know. Uh, anyway. Yes. Uh, and then, mate, um, the second Go goal on. came. The second goal came, and that was lazy and rubbish. Um, I, have no, I have no argument with your general point about Arsenal being completely shit. No argument. I'm, uh-huh. I'm moving on. The second goal came. Pedro. And, yeah. Yeah, Pedro, it was a poor giveaway, rubbish. Uh, the third goal, I think Giroud's made the most of it. Maitland-Niles, who was one of the best players in the first half and probably has a decent future, although I'm not sure if it's a right-back because he's not defensively disciplined. Anyway, he gives mm-hmm. away the penalty. And then Hazard, like, surely check has faced Hazard in training. No? Like, a few years ago, they, they were playing. You would imagine so. You would imagine yeah. so, right? And Hazard does that same penalty every time time right? yep yep kind of little skippy sort of i'm a donkey Wait. i'm gonna run towards waits, him kind of waits for the keeper to go yep. over and puts it the other way and yeah check, check just went over like, like uh, force him uh, to put it in the corner or something like just oh, i thought that was lame then alex awobi scores the goal of his life yeah. <laughs> what a goal that Mate, was and Iwobi, I thought, when he came on in general, looked good and seemed to be playing the game at a completely different pace from everybody else. It was like running and was fast and, and, and scored a great goal. And I thought, oh, Alex Iwobi. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. And, and then you thought... He's good. Oh, well, he's quick. Wow. I didn't think he was good. But I didn't and they're 3-1 down. So, you know... But uh, like yeah. 3-1, all of the comebacks that we've had this year, Arsenal certainly weren't three goals worse than Chelsea, I didn't think, watching that game. And, mm-hmm. and you're thinking it's 3-1 momentum, but like the Arsenal team mentally are incredibly fragile and gave away a really, from their point of view, poor fourth goal. And mm-hmm. that, you know, that was it. The boy Willock came on. Great name. What I mean, <laughs> I don't like to praise an Arsenal player, but Willock. Like, Willock. Mate, the guys at the Sun... <laughs> They are hoping that he becomes a star. They really are. They're like, what they've got. Well, what have we got there, fellas? We've got, like, get your Willocks out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that one down. Put oi, that one. Oi. Uh, nice. what, what else have we got? Um, uh, Willocks in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll do. That'll do. promotion or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrap that one. What else have we got? Like, you know, the Sun Pun Department is really... Willie, Willock, Willie, won't he? Won't he, Willock? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. They will. They'll love it. <laughs> they'll love Wait, it. mate, I, I, I do have one question. Oh. Um, uh, penalty on Lacazette right at the beginning? No. No, he, he died. No. no he, okay. He, there were, I, I thought there was contact. I thought it seemed to I me that... I think there was. No? Okay. Because no. they didn't even VAR it as well. So, And that's a game changer, isn't it, really? Yes. I mean, when you think about it, that's... 
you know, I, I don't mean to, you know, try to, to sort of, you know, you know, I sort of say, you know, go on anybody's sort of side or anything like that. But uh, that definitely is a, a, an absolute game changer. If they score that, then there's every plus. And, and it was always going to be the way, wasn't it? Whoever scores the first goal, mm. then, you know, you, you knew that it was going to happen, uh, that there was a real possibility. Um, <clears throat> but, um, ah, yeah, it wasn't the best of games, was it? So there we go. Well, and then the game fizzled out. And then the real, the real good stuff started. First, <laughs> your friend and mine, Maurizio Sarri, lights up a cigar. He's got a, he's got a cigar on the go. Then, in his, in his post-match, um, post-match interview, Maurizio Sarri, mm-hmm. who does he thank? The Chelsea fans who came all that way? The people who employed him? His players? No, none of them. Maurizio Sarri thanks... The Napoli fans. That's right. The Napoli <laughs> fans. I read to you, mate, verbatim. I am pleased <laughs> that Napoli congratulated me. I had no doubts it would happen. The Neapolitans know how much, I ha- how much love I have for them and that last year I went abroad to avoid going straight to another Italian club. They will always have my love and respect. The profession means at times we might have to take different paths, but that will never change my history and respect for the Neapolitans. You've just won a trophy with Chelsea, fella. <laughs> I think, and obviously, mate, I don't think you can ignore the fact that it's Naples, right? Like, the, there's people in Naples you don't want to piss off. So I think no. Sarri's just gone. You do not. I would like to thank everybody in Naples. Mate, I'm now considering if I ever win a trophy of any kind, I might thank Naples just to make sure, <laughs> you know? That you live another day. Very yeah. true. Yes. <laughs> yeah, then, mate. He was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go on. I mean, and then Eden Hazard announces his move to Real Madrid publicly. Like that, pretty much. Yeah. Well, he's, he's very cryptic again, isn't he? But he, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, I don't was, know about him. It was cryptic the first time. It was like. Eden, you know, like, are you going to tell us that you're going or not? And he was like, well, you know, it hasn't been decided. And, and, then, yep. the, then, and then the guy has another crack at it. And he was like, and then has us more like, yeah, to be honest, it feels like a goodbye. I'm just waiting for them to sweat out the fee. I'm off there next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really was, wasn't it? It was like, not going to say anything. Uh, hey, somebody must have gone in his ear, you know, like the, in the reporter's ear. Mate, just ask him again. Go on, just... <laughs> yeah. I just ask him one more. I, I don't know why. I just feel like he's just about to go on. Ask him again. All right. Okay. I'll ask him. You're an idiot, mate. Oh, I'll ask him again. Okay. Here we go. Eden. <laughs> you know. And then that was it. You know, he came out with it. But he did say, "I'm just waiting for the clubs. I'm waiting for the clubs. Golf clubs. Full stop. Right. Golf clubs. They've got lost. They've got lost. On route to Madrid. On <laughs> route to Madrid. There we go. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. How weird would it be if he, you know, if it all fell apart, you know, because uh, obviously his performance in the final hasn't helped Perez in terms of how much it's going to cost. You know, it's going to cost quite a bit there on that one. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah, what if everything falls through? Because, they, you know, I mean, until it actually happens, I, I never always believe it. You know, what if it all falls through? What's he going to do then? Because nobody else is going to pay that amount of money for a 29-year-old in his last year of his contract, are they? You know, it's, it's you know, they're asking for 100 million. And that's what, that's what they got for, for Ronaldo, you know. And if you ask me now, you know, do you want Ronaldo for one season at 33 or Hazard from 29 to 33 for, for 100 million? You know, it's close, especially because you can get Hazard for free next season if you just wait and get him whilst he's 30. He obviously wants to go to Real Madrid. Perez is probably thinking, you know what? I reckon we just keep that money. We go and uh, put a bit, a little bit more on top and we go and get someone like Mbappe or, you know, someone else and we get Hazard next year. See, he's mm-hmm. made all the signs, you know, that uh, he, wants to, he, he wants to come here. Yeah. No way. I'm not going to pay that much money now. See ya. It is, yeah, it is. It is a bit weird. I guess Real Madrid are desperate, aren't they? I wouldn't be surprised if something weird happens and he does it end up somewhere else. But yeah, yeah, a PSG or something, mate. Real Madrid and Manchester United are in the same boat, aren't they? Really, when you mm. think about the the state that they 
they are in after everything that they have been through. Uh, and I'm talking in the last decade's worth. Um, Sergio Ramos has come out today as well and, and apparently said that he's, he's now decided to change his mind and he wants to stay at Real Madrid one day after saying that he, uh, uh, he wanted to leave. So fun, fun. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right, mate, have you had enough? Yeah, or, go, on. go on, let's talk about the Champions League final. I mean, it's been, it's been a beat at least 30 minutes talking about that crap. All right, so I'm sorry. And, like, I'm sorry, Arsenal fans, but, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you probably don't listen to this anyway. If you do, you haven't wanted to listen to any of this crap. Uh, so, um, uh, uh, all right, mate, let's take a short break. And when we come back, there's a small matter of the 2019 Australian Gymnastics Double Mini Trampoline Male and Female Finals. The mini up and down, he get up on the fuzzy wallet. <laughs> there was a battle in Baku that will not bring back memories in the future. What I mean by that is that I've forgotten about it already. Let's move on, yes? <laughs> And welcome back to part two of Born Offside. This is the one, this is the one that we've all been waiting for, the least certain someone has been waiting for, for sure. And a whole heap of other people as well have been waiting for, as well as a certain someone. That certain someone is a man called John Terry. That's right. John Terry is probably really, really anticipating this final. Um... No, I should imagine he really, really wants Liverpool <laughs> to win. He hates Tottenham, John Terry. Well, of course he does. He's from London, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's from gonna London. Fuck yeah! Um, hey, he's always gonna, always gonna hate it. I should imagine every single part of London outside of Tottenham's general area, including up and up until including Seven Sisters, would you say? Anything outside of Seven Sisters? Um, you know. um, but, you know, circumference-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else hates Spurs. Okay. I don't so, care. You, yeah, of course you don't bloody care. Eh, 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 eh. Um, all right, here we go. It is the big one. Tottenham versus Liverpool. Uh, it's, uh, mate, uh, okay, here we go. It's the big question. I'm going to ask you it straight away because it's the one that's on everybody's lips. Mate, will Pochettino give us the full Simeone celebration if Tottenham win tonight? Oh, <laughs> yes. That's what we all want to see. A man making and we want it, we want it on the pitch. all over his balls. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love heart, love heart. All right, it's making the love heart. Okay, the Gareth Bale love heart. testicles. Make a <laughs> love balls, love balls. Yeah, I need to work on that. Um, yeah, you do. You really do. Uh, please, ju- uh, just quickly. Um, uh-huh. never, never sing again. Okay. Just okay. Not on this podcast. Not ever, on this podcast. ever, don't, don't, ever, ever. ever. Yeah, even ever, forever, ever. <laughs> um. <laughs> um uh, yeah, look, it's it's uh, I, I, we we all you know would love to see Pochettino, uh, um, you know, go go for the full Simeone. I think it would be absolutely fantastic. We've already seen a glimpse of it, uh, but that was on Instagram, and it was not you know, ah, you know, if if you're gonna do it properly, you've got to go full Simeone, Mate, right? So what what we have Come now, on. what we have now is a Instagram, YouTube, social media battle between the two clubs as to who can put out the more engaging, there's a big game on the weekend content, right? Because essentially, uh-huh. that's what you're doing now. So we've got, you know, we've got the, the video interviews going back over the semifinals, and we've got the press yep. conferences, and we've got the training highlights, and we've got the little video montages on the way to the stadium. Um, and so, you know, like, it's, it's really a little bit kind of tepid and build yuppie, but, you know, as a Tottenham fan, I'm lapping it up. Mm-hmm. But but one of the questions that Potts was asked at one of the pressers was, after the semi-final, you broke down in tears, you ruined your suit. How do you <laughs> how do you think that you'll celebrate when when you when you win, if you win? Sorry, and yep. then Potts does what Potts does most of the time and gives one of these very straight laced um, answers. Wouldn't it have been fabulous if Potts had gone? I am going to give it the full love balls, Diego Simeone, the whole thing. Hey, look. <laughs> 
Tony, Jesus, stand up. Like we've been practicing. We're going to be doing it in a motion <laughs> together. I'm going to be going to the left. Jesus will go to the right. Tony to the left. And then we'll look, we'll synchronize it back like that. There'll be fucking just love pools everywhere. And I'm going to be making two, sure. That- one, go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. Yes, it would be lovely if he did. But no, we're talking Pochettino. He doesn't do no answers like that uh, uh unless he wins you know and uh and it's, it's probably not even going to be if he wins it's going to be the manner of, of of the victory isn't it as well and i i think that is what we can really look forward to uh on saturday night the manner of the victory like whichever way it goes obviously for you it would be horrible if if, if you lose uh, and it is it's going to be absolutely you know horrible if you Mate, lose but we, like, we sorry, could also when, get when tonked like, like that would <laughs> yes. be horrible like, I mean, you we could, could get, yeah. like, Liverpool are a team that can score four goals in 20 minutes. And, like, oh, yeah, it, could be, it could, could, could be over by half time. It'd be over by halfway through half time. Like, it could be done. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yes, it could. You could be 3-0 down. Bang. 4-0 down, maybe even. Yeah. Oh, oh dear. How depressing. You must, mate, that must be ta- mate. mate, there's lots oh. of bits of this that worry me and a lot. The you, most you know, you know, the, thing of all. Uh, hang on. Just the what? horrible thing about that, sorry, about, about being lo- like sort of losing 4-0 after 20, 20, 30 minutes is that you, as a Tottenham fan, have to watch the rest of the match. Like oh, you yeah. have to. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that you can just go, okay, we've lost now, isn't it? Because there's always that little, that little candle, you know, in the distance, especially mm. after what happened in the, semi, in the semi-final as well. Oh, Mate, yeah. it's not going to happen. It's going to be much, much tighter. Mate, no, it's it could be- happen. No, no, it could happen. You t- I know, I'll tell I you why. Think. I'll tell you why. You want me to tell you why? Cons- go on, tell me why. You're a learned man who has watched many a football match, coached football, played football. For my sins. I am, yep. I am going to bring up this one piece of information. And after mm-hmm. this... I believe that you will believe that, that a 4-0 inside 20 minutes can happen. Are you ready? Go. Sadio Mane is up against Kieran Trippier. Oh, God. No? Scary, yeah. no? Right, absolutely. That's 4-0 right there. <laughs> Anything else you want to put on top of that as well to embellish? No, uh, everywhere else no, I that's actually it. feel that's... reasonably comfortable. You're like, completely feel... right, mate. You're complete. I'm so... So sorry. Oh my God. As a learned footballing fan, as a man who has watched a lot of football and coached football all the time, you have just hit the proverbial <sighs> nail on the head. There is a couple of choices. One, we could play Serge Aurier, who apparently is fit yep. again, but it'll be the first yep. time he's played for quite a while. <laughs> Not I'd love good. to see Aurier. Also, also Serge <laughs> is a mental, mental. Serge. Serge. Yeah, the other choice, <laughs> and I really quite like this as a choice, is let's play Sissoko at right back. Like, because <laughs> I you feel could like do, but you Mo- him in the middle, mate. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. But maybe we can put Winks in the middle because Winks apparently is fit. So if we could put Winks in the middle with mm. Wanyama, maybe, and. And then put Sissoko at right back, and Sissoko could take the Robertson Mane axis out of the game by him. <laughs> it's very true because it is it is Mane who who falls uh, uh, onto that left side, isn't it? And Salah who comes in from the right cuts in. But the thing is, uh, the thing, mate, Mane is fucking quick. He's probably true. the quickest player on the on the whole thing. And but but Trippy is quick as well. No, but he's not. He, yeah, no, oh. he's <laughs> he not quick. Be. He's not. <laughs> oh dear, mate, you've just destroyed this. You've just completely destroyed this this whole podcast. I'm sorry because you know I was I was ready to build this this whole thing up, but you've just put yourself and you you've probably done you you've done this is classic. You just done this on purpose, haven't you? As well, you've done the whole kind of. Well, you know, we're going to lose anyway. And you're really, oh, we won. Yay, yay. You know, you, <laughs> That's my exact tone. That's the exact, exact tone. You're, just, you're, a, you're a fucking prick. That's what you are. God damn it. Putting yourself on it. Mate, and I had all these questions lined up for you no, as well. Mate, do you them. know, it, do it's them. A, it could no, happen. No, you know, it's like Marnie, a... Uh, Marnie could, could get a red card for kicking someone in the head. Yeah. Like that could it's happen. It's a free hit for Spurt. No, mate. Yeah. 
that's not going to happen, though, is it? Although, he, I mean, he came close at the beginning of the season, didn't he, against... Uh, um... Oh, yeah, Mane's, Mane's got a filthy moment in him. Look at Liverpool in last last seasons. You know, maybe Eric Dyer will take it upon himself to out Sergio Ramos, Sergio Ramos, and... Like, <laughs> Sneakily into Mane in a, in something that even VAR can't detect. I personally don't think that Dyer's shithousery is developed to that level, but maybe it is. Maybe. I don't think so. No, no, I'm so sorry, mate. I, I watched, uh, and I don't know if you you watched it. Did you see the uh, uh, the clip of of uh, Trent Alexander Arnold in the England camp hitting the crossbar? They they had a little. It was there was a little bit of a sort of. Uh, um, training ground bust up between himself Lingard who's a little sorry I, I have to scallywag. hold back from my god he's a scallywag who starts with the letter C and ends with the letter unt um, and uh, he's he is he's a nasty piece of work that Lingard he really is if I was if I was a manager if I was Southgate if I was England manager he would not be there just because He's nasty. He's a nasty piece of work. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, some of the stuff that he was saying to, to Alexander-Arnold during that clip. And then, and then when he hits the crossbar, you know, Lingard sort of goes, oh, and stuff. But like, he, do, he won't shake his hand because he's lost. And Dyer has come in to defend Lingard and say that, oh, yeah, the, the ball had gone out. And at that moment, you get the full picture of just how thick Eric Dyer is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to do it. But he's not thick, though. That's, and that's the weird thing. He's actually, you know, he, he's a, a semi-sort of intelligent guy who's, who's grown up in another country and who's, you know, he's learned and, you know, he's, 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 you know, he's got a bit about him. But in that little clip there, <laughs> just something came across. It was like, I'm assuming you haven't seen the clip. But anyway, it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think Eric Dyer is going to even start, obviously. Neither will Wanyama. Mate, I've put my team down on the running order of the teams that I think are going to play uh, uh, down at the bottom of the running order. You go and have a look at that if you want. Um, but I think that's pretty much it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. He says, frantically looking for the... Oh, it's the last, the last pit of the uh, last part of the running order, the very, very last part. So we got Liverpool's team is Allison, of course, Trent uh, on the right, Matip and Van Lesbian in the middle, and Robertson on the left. And in the middle, they'll be playing four-three-three: Ginny Wijnaldum, Hendo, and Fabinho. And up front, Mana, Mana, <laughs> Mane, Salah, and Firmino. That's who will start, unless Firmino's not fit no, yet, he is, which apparently. I think he is, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then it, uh, for Tottenham, obviously, Lloris, and then you will be playing, um, I think Danny Rose will be on the left, uh, Alderweireld and, and Vertonghen, obviously, yeah, and trips, tri- on, the trips right. on trips on the right. Sissoko, uh, I, I, reckon, I reckon you'll play two Sissoko and 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 Ali, I think. I think you'll play a a a, a four two three one, right? You're going to play a four two three one. I'm pretty sure. You're not going to play a four three three as well. Um, although I've put it down as a kind of four three three here, but I don't think so. I think it's Sissoko and Ali will kind of be sitting. He'll Pochettino will ask Ali to do a lot of work uh, um, in in the middle of the park there against against Hendo. And, uh, and, and, and Fabinho, and that's going to be, man, I think it's, you look at those teams and I, I, I you know what, I, I know that you're going to be actually quite happy with me saying this, but you guys are nowhere near favorites for this match. And that's uh, an obvious one, right? You, there's no way. I think bookies have got Liverpool two to one. Um, I think Tottenham really don't have much of a chance and you're really happy about that, aren't you? Because you're, you're, you're underdogs you, and you've been underdogs all season. All Champions League season and Premier League season as well, I guess, if you want to put it that way as well. You've been underdogs all the way through it. And it suited you this season, hasn't it? It has absolutely suited you. And wouldn't it just be typical for Tottenham to hold out and pull out yet another Manchester City or Ajax performance and win it? Yes, we have been underneath the dogs all year. That, that is true. We have been under the dogs. Um, I, mate, I'm looking at your lineup, and I think playing Ericsson, Ali, Sun, Kane, and Mora would be suicide. 
Like, <laughs> it would, and I get I the it, funny feeling that Mora won't play, Origi is not going to play, and Wijnaldum might not even play, and pretty much anyone who scored in the semi-final is not going to play. <laughs> it's <laughs> Messi's not going to play. Um, no. And the beat's not going to play. The lick, he's not like like basically. If you scored a goal in the Champions League semi-final, you're not playing in the final. That's that's the rules. That's just the rules. That's it. You know, <laughs> it's just a new rule for 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 yellow cards that didn't get given, um, mate. And I I just want to just sort of you know finish that part off by saying that because you have been underdogs all season, because you've been doing playing this role of underdog in in a strange way, doesn't that in a weird, weird way, make you favourites? No, it's the opposite. Yeah, do you think so? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What, I mean, Pochettino has... Is, is is not being favourites making you favourites? That's like... <laughs> is, is being blue making you yellow? It's, no. <laughs> I, I venture that it is. I venture that it is. And I'll tell you what, because... I think I mentioned this actually for the for the Battle of Baku thing. Uh, uh, Arsenal have it all to win. Arsenal are the ones who should win because they're the ones who need it most. They're the ones who want it the most. Therefore, they're the team who are going to win. Actually, therefore, no, they're not. It's going to be Chelsea. And it was Chelsea in the end who won it because they're the ones who are playing with a hell of a lot less pressure. I would venture to say that Liverpool are the team who, knowing that they're coming into this match fully, 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 fully as favourites, are the ones who are going to heap too much pressure on themselves to win this match and they'll lose. Possibly. I know. They're also probably the ones who are thinking, well, if we don't win it this year, we might come back next year. I mean, this is the second year in a row they've been here. There's <laughs> no true. way the Tottenham lot are thinking that they're back here next year. Like, they're all That's like, true. fellas, we need to win this because there ain't no way we're pulling off that shit again. <laughs> Not happening. Very true. And we all want to go on holiday. God damn it. We've all had enough, all right? We've all had enough. Mate, and, have- and the thing is... Mo- most of them are not, are they? Because they, they're just going to take the short trip over to Lisbon as soon as they finish this match. And yeah, uh, well, start preparing for the... Uh, yeah, anyway, we'll talk about that in a, in a, in a well, second. Not, not Kieran Trippier, because he's been dropped, hasn't he? But, um, Has he? Well, yeah. thank fuck for that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's been miserable. Has he been dropped? That's okay. So, so, so have uh, James Ward-Prowse and Nathan Redmond. So there you go. He's an illustrious company uh, Mate, there. Trippier. James Ward-Prowse and Nathan <laughs> Redmond were never in. You've got to be in in order to be Yes, dropped. they were. No, they were. They were in. They were in. They got dropped. Anyway. Hey, one more Mate, thing on. One more trust thing me, on. I know. Southampton players in the, in the England squad. I would know. One more thing on the team selection. Um, and all of this talk about whether or not Harry Kane will play. Here's my prediction uh-huh. for you. Kane will play. Uh-huh. Kane will start. Kane will do at least 70 minutes. Like, okay. Kane. You don't Kane, think he'll come on? No, no. Like, what's the point, Harry? He's not quick. Like, you know, you, okay. bring, on, you bring on a quick, like your two options are to bring on a quick play or bring on the lamppost. Like, and I uh-huh. think, I think Potts is like, you know, He'll play the Urente card, like as <laughs> like you know, you know, one nil down after fifteen minutes. Yeah, get the Urente card out. Like really already? Yeah, yeah, get it out. Get it. Get it. Go get it. <laughs> oh dear, they will. All right, mate. I've just sent you a link, so go go and have a look at that. There you go, and and then entertain yourself. Um, yeah, look. I mean, the the Urente thing. I mean, it it almost sort of has to happen doesn't it really at, at least at some point in time unless they're you know three nil up uh, uh halfway through then um you know i have no idea it could it could happen it could not happen so um but yeah uh, the, the the clip ladies uh, ladies and gentlemen that i am uh currently sending over to um hang on a second uh, are you going to interrupt our champions league final preview for a clip of nathan redmond falling over a stationary object is that what yes. you're going to do yes Yes, absolutely. Just I watch don't it see that on it. the running order. <laughs> it's my one moment, my one moment to be able to get 
something in there uh, uh, in, in, in regards to Southampton playing for this. Because obviously nothing else is going to be happening for Southampton, uh, not for a very large period of time. Uh, not until we decide uh, to um, sign some, some of the very top best football players in the world over the summer period. That is what we Mate, will be doing. I, I yeah. would like to suggest that perhaps this might be the first Champions League final in quite a while that will be a good game. Ooh, ooh, right. that could very well, but very when, well be. When yes. was the last really good champ? I, I feel like Munich Dortmund was a pretty decent game. When was that? Like two thousand thirteen. Oh, what the club where the Klopster crumbled? Yeah, but like that yeah. felt like a fairly decent final. I mean, last year was a bit of a joke in the end. And what were we talking? And then the Madrid ones were all kind of nasty, volatile <laughs> affairs, weren't they? Uh, they were, but they were they were tense. Uh, there was they were oh, tense, very yes. very uh, yeah yeah yeah. And I, I I would say probably I think the Real Madrid the Atletico Madrid the final that one. ended in pen- oh, the, no, pen- the, the penalty. The second one, yeah, the one that ended in penalties. Uh, no, that was the that was the first one, wasn't it? The one that ended the f- in penalties. Uh, the no, first no, no, one the f- was the one in Lisbon. The 4-1, yeah, yeah, that they ran away with it in extra time, right? So, yes. no, 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 the, yeah, the penalties one. Um, I, I thought was... Um, yeah, I, I thought it was. It was. I, I thought that was really good. Uh, a, a really good match and and tense and 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 full of it. And it's again one of those ones where you think that uh, you know, oh god, two two teams from the same country together playing against each other. Uh, you know, it's um, uh, yeah. And I think it was also uh, Mark Clattenburg's last uh, last football match as well before he. Oh, really. Uh, retired off to go to um, uh, um, where, 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 where did he go? What, what, what did he do? What would one do? Uh, uh, you know, after finishing something like that, <laughs> um, it's uh, yeah, yeah. He went over and started filling his pockets up in the Middle East. Um, it is actually also the first final in the last six years without a Spanish team involved as well, which is, uh, it's the first, um, the first time. Yeah. Since, uh, since the Bayern Munich, by, uh, 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 Dortmund match that there's no Spanish team involved in the final of the champions league. So mate, when was the last time that, that there was no, um, Munich, Madrid, Barcelona or, um, Juventus? When was the last time we had none of those teams in the final? Uh, Liverpool, Milan, 2004-2005. No, no, hang on. There was an Arsenal... No, sorry, sorry. There, were, there, was, a, there was a Chelsea-Manchester United final. Oh, yes, that's true. In 2007-2008, that's very true. John Terry slip. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we won't be forgetting that one. In the Lizhniki Stadium, will we? Not in a hurry. Um, yeah, on, and I before that, of course, that, to us. Uh, that would wouldn't that be nice? And, and before that, of course, was um, uh, M- Mourinho's three 0 win over Monaco in the final to to then hail the beginning of the special one coming to the Premier League back in two thousand three, two thousand and four. So that would have been it. But apart from that, you're very right. It's been dominated by one of those uh, uh, one of those big boys. Um, so it's nice to have uh, uh, Tottenham versus Liverpool. Uh, although we did include Liverpool in that group, didn't we? Or not? No, Barcelona, Real Madrid, uh, Bayern Munich. Because Juventus, there was definitely... Yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd say look, Juventus, even Juventus, not like I would say in the last ten years at least, uh, there's been a a patch of of complete dominance by one of those three teams, hasn't there? And every single Champions League that we've had, if you were going to come up against one of those three teams, you immediately thought, not good, right? They were the teams that you wanted to avoid, regardless of what their form was like. Coming up against Bayern Munich, you know, five, six, seven years ago, with the, you know, in in, in the height of Ribery and uh, 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 and Robin, you know, I mean, you would just 
petrified. You know, you would not, you knew you weren't going to get through unless some kind of freakish kind of thing happened. Um, you know, and of course, Messi dominated everything for the last Lord knows how many years. And of course, Real Madrid had Ronaldo. So it was, it was always going to be, you know, those were the three. And I also remember that like, Man United wanted to be in there, you know, so much, didn't they? They always, they wanted to be considered as one of those, those top ones. And I think for English fans as well, like in, in the Premier League, they also wanted an English team to be considered as one of those top echelon teams over the last 10 years that people would fear. But the truth is, not until Manchester City have started to to sort of emerge in the last couple of years, you know, since the uh, since since Pep Guardiola, I don't think any team in Europe has ever feared an English team. Certainly not in the last ten to fifteen years. They just didn't, you know. I mean, you'd fear Liverpool a little bit because they're they're that outlier, you know, that always seem to do really well in the Champions League, and so you do fear having to come up uh, against them. But this year has been very very different, hasn't it? I mean, this year has you know, I mean, Tottenham aside, nobody ever thinks that they're going to lose against Tottenham, right? You know, <laughs> I mean, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't, sorry, I don't mean that badly. I, I just mean that in complete truth, you know. I mean, you know. Oh, thanks. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You know, if you've got, if you've got a whole list of teams that you, you're going to have to face, you know, uh, uh, Porto, you know, Grasshoppers, Tottenham, you know, they're in that kind of, you know, area where you go, please, one of those, one of those, please, you know, um, you know, but this year they've, they've done really well through adversity and through, I don't know, I don't know how they've done it to be honest, I don't know how Tottenham have got to where they are at the moment, I don't, I don't want to oh. say that they don't des deserve it, uh, they, I think they only deserve it through spirit, they, I don't think they deserve it through quality of football. To be, to be honest. But again, said that, th that said, the truth is that how many times have we seen teams in the final that don't, des don't deserve to be there in terms of their footballing skill, right? It's just something else gets them over the line. Something else. I mean, Real Madrid, their last four out of their last, four out of the last five years have been won by Real Madrid, right? And, uh, you know, I would venture to say that possibly three of them, they didn't even really deserve to win, you know? So, uh, I don't know. You just let me go here, by the way. Yeah, yeah, just, I have. Yeah, why? What are you looking up? Come on. No, I'm, it was just, you know. You're obviously looking something up. Yeah, I can hear the mouse clicking. So, you know. <laughs> I haven't got a mouse. It's a trackpad. No, I was... Ah, okay. um, I was, I, I was just, uh, you know, that horrible thought that Kieran Trippier is marking Sadio Mane has creeped back into my head. Still, still, still there. <laughs> Mate, look, all right, let's wrap up because uh, I think we've, uh, we've spoken. We haven't really, have we spoken, have we talked, we haven't even, I don't feel like we've even spoken about this final really, to be totally honest. Mate, but anyway, mate, it doesn't matter. Mate, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you my true yeah. genuine feeling about it. It's honestly one yeah. I have really kind of delighted to just be here like i've yeah, watched the yeah. champions league i've watched the champions league like every one of these finals from before it was the champions league was european cup the first one i can remember is watching in 91 basil Bowley scored was it oh like i've watched every single one of them i, I enjoy watching it like I, if it's at three or four o'clock in the morning i think like yeah, uh, yeah. i i watch it and tottenham are never anywhere near it no. no, that's very true. Like, <laughs> and this year, I get to watch it and put my Spurs shirt on and sit, <laughs> and sit down and get really, really worried about it. I, honestly, I, if we win, I think I'll cry. I think I'll just shed tears. And I don't, I don't. Did, did I you won't cry? Know. Did you cry after the semi final? Of course, I cried after the semi final. But these. All oh, right, okay. So, so this is no. Change but, from the norm. Then, yeah, yeah. there'll be a bit more crying. <laughs> I just hope we Why? don't get yep. spanked. But I, <laughs> but I also feel like twenty minutes before the game, I'll suddenly get super super worried about it. Start swearing at everybody, shouting at everything, complaining at every little thing, calling the ref a complete twat. The c word will come out at every available opportunity. And we, <laughs> and we honestly, mate, we've got a couple of people coming over for dinner and who want to watch the game who've never come to my house before. 
and I said to the missus, I was like, are you sure this is a good idea? Because what? I'm, what are you doing? Are you serious, mate? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm serious. Like, you know, like. Why? Yeah. Why do you have people coming over to your well, house at all? Unless, unless they're avid Tottenham fucking supporters as well. Well, it's, this is a, it's the missus's friend. Think? And the missus's friend is, I don't give is a, a big time. Yeah, I know. What the hell? I know. And surely she understands. You can't. Oh, mate, mate, get her on the phone. I'll have a chat with her later. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Cancel it. Cancel it. It's just the stupidest thing ever. Okay, tell me exactly what's happening. You guys are going to have dinner. The match starts at, I think it's 8 o'clock local time, nine. isn't it? Nine. Nine, 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 okay. So you'll have dinner, what, 8 o'clock? Uh, uh, a little bit of wine, you know, and have a chat. Sit around the table, for God's sake, like sophisticated people, and eat, right? And, and, and eat and talk, right? No, I mean, so they're coming over at 7 because... All because right. the missus has been alerted to the fact that from eight o'clock I have to watch the build-up. So <laughs> I will Good. be yep. sat on the sofa, just okay. talking to the TV. Like, like it's just so. Gonna... These are not your friends at all. Have you ever met them before? You've never. Yes, I've met them once before. They're very nice. I like them. All right, they seem like good people. Okay, and and they're they're, they're Germans. <laughs> they're Germans, okay. and and the the male of the couple yeah. is a is a proper football fan like he he knew he knew stuff and he knew who people were and and he's a stuttgart fan and they just got relegated so that's really bad for him oh uh, dear right yeah, yeah that's not good no yeah. um okay yeah like um <laughs> but i don't think they're going to come to our house ever again because i'm just going to be i mean the words that will pour out of <laughs> my mouth will be filth just. Unless you're unless you're unless you're three 0 up at half time, in which case I should imagine also, they will enjoy being there very much. You know, but so. like, could you put it past me, like Klopp jumping up and down on the sideline? Could you put it past me, going, "You fucking dirty German, <laughs> German cunt"? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I could not put it past you at all. It would be something that would be very, very normal. Mate, I wish I was there to be with you, to hold your hand and <laughs> tap. tap. It'll, be, it'll be one of those, you know, tap the top of your hand things, you know, like I have mm. one hand underneath holding, cupping your hand and the other one, because you're, you're, you're the one with the, with, with the top of it and I'd be tapping the top of your hand like this, there, 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 you know, mm. and uh, I, I do what I can in this moment of mourning uh, uh, for you. Um, I, I, mate, you, you, you know what I, like, okay, for me, like and, and anyone who knows me uh, uh, well enough to know, and there's not many people out there who do, um, uh, but who anyone who who does know me know I'm a Southampton fan. So therefore, there are not two teams that I dislike half as much as the two that are actually in the final. Oh, this is horrible for you. I've just realised. This is not a very fun night for me. We've got on one side, we've got Liverpool, uh, uh, who basically are, are are known throughout the nation as uh, uh, the Southampton B team, uh, uh, with the likes of Blana, uh, Lovren, and uh, <laughs> Southampton Van B team, Van Van Lesbian Mane. Yeah, Chamberlain through through other sources, chamber chambermaid. Uh, but that was all right. Um, you know, Ricky Lambert. <laughs> you know, Ricky Lambert. How could you have done this to us, Mister Bristol man? God. Um, uh, you know, and then on the other side, you know, we've got uh, uh, Mauricio, Mauricio, who I, I do love very very much. Still, I've still. It's like it's one of those ex girlfriends. I still love you moments, and it's been. A long time since you left, Victor Wanyama. Uh, Victor, yeah. Well, no, you can keep him. That's all good. That's uh, <laughs> all right, Victor. Um, but mate, it's it all it all it all started with Glenn Hoddle. I'm really sorry. It started with Glenn Hoddle, you know, and uh, and and obviously Richards. God bless his God bless his cotton socks and soul. Uh, um, and uh, uh, it, it uh, you know it's yeah downhill from there. Uh, and uh, and it, would, it it just got all, all all the very merry worse. So for me, two teams that I don't like very very much, and Tottenham have always been the ones that I have really disliked for much longer because of the Glen Hoddle saga. Um, but I'll, I'm gonna be very very honest with you, mate. I'm very honest with you because you're such a good mate, and because you have been 
an all right kind of pal ish over the last year, especially, you know, doing this podcast with you together. Oh, I've grown a slight affinity towards Tottenham and I, I hope they win. There you go. Mate, I, I actually, also, let's be honest. I do. You know that yeah. if we lose, there's a fair chance this podcast will never happen again. Yeah, no, no, that's very true. But, mate, I'll be honest as well. I'm tired, man. I'm tired. <laughs> I need a break. And you're talking about covering the Women's World, uh, World Cup as well, mate. And we all know what happened last year's World Cup, mate. It was just, you know, I, we drove ourselves into the floor with that one um, uh, just through general fatigue. And we've got still the small matter of the UEFA Nations League where Portugal are playing against Switzerland and England are playing against Netherlands and we might end up playing against each other in the final. You know, I mean, it's just... Horrendous. <laughs> Mate, oh it dear, stops. it's going to be a mess. No, no, look, I, I'm, I'm going to be totally, totally honest with you. I, I, I really hope that, that Tottenham win this. I, I really do. So, uh, so good luck um, uh, to you. And like I said, I, I'd, love to, I'd love to have been there to what, you know, sit in front of the telly and watch it with you. Because I know that if I was sitting on the couch next to you watching, I would uh-huh. be completely a Tottenham fan. And can you imagine you and me both shouting at the TV. Mate, I can, because do you remember and, the Champions League final when, when Barca beat Manchester United and we were the only Barca fan <laughs> in the entire pub? <laughs> <laughs> I think Mate, classics that from that beautiful. evening in, included, Love it. you can stick your fucking chicharito up your ass. Oh, that was a classic. That was good. Every you time, every time, up your ass. <laughs> every time gigs touched the ball, we sang, you've let your children down. <laughs> <laughs> every time Pep was on the, on the screen, we sang, we sang, um, I believe in miracles. Where are you from? You sexy thing. <laughs> That's right. Well, we, well, we're standing on top of tables as well yes. on that. Or was, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that the England? S- such, such was the nature of Tiki Taka at the time that we were giving it the Olays in about Olays. the second minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That was so true. Right, and there was lots of Man United fans in that pub that night, weren't there as well? So everybody uh, else, <laughs> everybody. <laughs> we were in a little corner. Mm. miles away i think everybody could hear us mate how did we not get beaten up that day i I don't know um that that morning wasn't it because it was what was it like three in the morning four o'clock in the morning something yeah totally so mate i do fingers crossed i do hope that you guys uh uh, prevail in this uh uh uh, we'll have text messaging uh stuff going on but i know full well that you will be turning your phone upside down um yeah that'll be fun i i hope i hope you do it i hope you do it i really do i know that the chances are not there and there's much a much bigger chance of sadly <laughs> the night not being very good for for the stuttgart fan that's coming around to your house <laughs> i think it's not going to be a very good image uh, that's going to be portrayed uh, um the only way I can I can imagine it is if you're if you're three nil down with with twenty minutes to go, you might actually just fall into a to a slumberic kind of state of non saying anything, you know, and then nothing will come out of your mouth for the next fifty minutes until they decide to leave. At which point you'll get up off the couch, you'll you'll de-velcro yourself off the couch, and somehow find it within yourself to shake hands and let them leave. Uh, uh, that will pretty much be the only thing I, I, I can I can think. Let's let's all hope that that happens. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> all right. Everybody, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we've been, uh, uh, we've we've enjoyed uh, uh, this this coverage uh, that we've uh, that we've brought for you, especially uh, with the uh, 2019 Australian Gymnastics Double Mini Trampoline Male and Female Finals in Melbourne coming up. That one is one of the big ones. Do keep an eye out for that. That should be uh, uh, kicking off at pretty much at the same time as a certain Champions League final as well. So uh, I don't know which uh, which thing you'll be watching. Uh, well, uh, I'll be watching the up and downy. Yeah, the up and down is going to be the, the one to go because this is imperative for Australian gymnastics future. You know, so <laughs> it's... 
very important. Very, very important. Right. All right. Um, I, I, you know, I, I live in Melbourne. I live in Melbourne, as as many of you know, and um, it's it's actually a very cosmopolitan and very multicultural city. So you don't actually get to hear uh, a deep Australian accents at all. However, I did go to an off license the other day. They call them bottle shops here, by the way. Uh, uh, they don't call them off licenses, which is very weird. Uh, and I did go to an off license, uh, and there was a guy there, full Australian, mate. No, but all right, mate, how's you going? You know, and I was like, fuck you now, mate. You're totally Australian. I don't, don't see many of you around here in Melbourne, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's. Um, it's it just suddenly reminded me that i am living in australia and uh, yep they do exist um right uh, <laughs> on that note uh, uh everybody exists. thank you australia exists <laughs> thank you very much everybody we will be back after the champions league <laughs> final after dave's blown his nose after the champions that was league me final exhaling in fear Oh, was it? Exhaling in yeah. fear. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, and, um, uh, mate, because we have to preview the, uh, uh, the, the Europa, the, sorry, the UEFA Nations League, which is the next weekend after the Champions League final, which is just absolutely insane for these players. But anyway, that's, uh, uh, so we need to do that as well. So, um, Dave, any parting words? Come on, you Spurs. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Champions of Europe. You'll never sing that. Come on. Come on, fellas. All right, that's <sighs> enough. <laughs> Get back in your cage. Get back in your cage. <laughs> Bye, everybody. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be good. Yeah. Go on. Bye-bye. See you later. <laughs> Bye.